Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. It's been a while, but we're back. Thank you so much for joining us today for Wednesdays with the YP. I know a lot of you who listen to the broadcast, you have emailed, you've sent us your uh, Spotify recap and of all the uh, episodes that you listen to and I have been overwhelmed with the response of those of you that that enjoy listening to the broadcast and what a blessing it is to hear from you. Thank you so much for just letting us know that the work that goes into the broadcast is uh, is worth it and uh, I'm so glad that we could be a blessing to you and a help to you. And that's our goal, and uh, every uh, broadcast that we record or anything that we put out, we just want to be a help and a blessing to youth workers and youth pastors uh, around the nation and to be able to help encourage them and to keep them reaching young people for the Lord. And so thank you so much for tuning in today and for being a part of YP Life. And we are working to redesign our website. Uh, This year, we totally rebuilt it on a brand new platform. Not real satisfied there. You can check it out, yplife.org, but just not satisfied with how that turned out. So we're going to be redesigning the website again and uh, try to make it uh, just a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit better, uh, uh, a little bit easier uh, to access all the information there. And uh, thank you for that. We just finished a brand new devotional, 365-day devotional that'll go out. Thank you, youth pastors, pastors that have uh, helped with that. And uh, that'll be available at the National Young Fundamentalist Conference in March. And, um, and we'll make that available online as well. Lots of sales on yplife.org uh, as well uh, for devotionals uh, that we have in stock. And uh, you're welcome to check that out. And we'd love to be a help and blessing uh, to you and your young people with those. But uh, today, I don't know if you uh, young, if you uh, youth pastors uh, and youth workers, if you teach uh, Christmas-themed lessons or series, preach on your Wednesday night, Sunday night uh, teen uh, program, if you do Christmas-themed. I love teaching and preaching uh, uh, themed messages, but uh, especially Christmas. Uh, I don't know what it is. I just, I love it. I love it. I taught on the wise men, uh, what makes the wise men wise. And that was a fun one this past Sunday. And uh, and I just, I love this time of year and getting to, to write lessons uh, about the Christmas story, uh, about Jesus, uh, about the Christmas carols, about the characters of Christmas, uh, about the prophecies of, of Jesus's birth about the doctrine of Christmas, all the doctrines that Christmas preach and promote, and just so much there. I love it. And so today, I want to bring you this thought just about about making decisions, and it's going to come from a Christmas passage, but but, you know, uh, around this time of year, uh, you know, uh, a lot of decisions are made uh, from uh, what we want for Christmas to what we're buying someone for Christmas, something that simple to uh, to even big things, to uh, moving, to uh, to 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 uh, uh, you know uh, big decisions of, of purchases, big decision, big decisions, and um, and when you make a decision uh, that is uh, that is one of those big decisions of life. Um, if we're not careful, uh, sometimes we do that in the flesh. And we think because we know something or we feel something, 
that uh, that that's the right decision. But uh, but as we're going to see today in Matthew chapter one, um, uh, Joseph uh, here has to make a decision, and human reasoning uh, it, it it leads him wrong. And uh, Mary comes to him, tells him that he that she is with child. Joseph knows that they've not been together. And Joseph, at first, Joseph gets counsel, and the counsel is that he should put her away privily. So he gets carnal counsel, and that counsel is that, look, just just put this away in this relationship. It's not going to look good. Uh, you know, and, and really not even carnal counsel, just, just human wisdom counsel, just the, the right thing to do or a good thing to do, but, but not necessarily the godly thing to do. And, you know, sometimes good people in our life mean well, but they give us counsel that is contrary to the word of God. And we make decisions based on that without consulting the the word of god or prayer or uh, or our pastor and we make bad decisions and so how do we how do we make a good decision how do we make a good decision uh when when human reasoning doesn't add up how how do we do that and if in Matthew chapter 1 I think we see that and so first of all you know Mary comes to Joseph and she tells him what's going on and uh, and and so in verse twenty is where we kind of get the idea of of this this uh, this topic. The Bible says first of all that he thought on these things. So first of all, I'm going to say this: ponder, ponder, think about things. Um, we we don't really we're not real good at patience. We're not real good at taking time to think, taking time to add up pros and cons and and uh and pray and and just uh just really think about things. We like the instant gratification almost like a drive-through decision making process where you know the answer comes in 2 minutes and in life that's not always the case. In life sometimes it takes a little longer. And uh, Joseph took time to ponder or to think about what was the right thing to do, what was the godly thing to do, and because of that, he didn't make a bad decision. You know, when I think back uh, uh, of some of the bad decisions I've made, they were made in haste. Um, and I think that's true for all of us. Um, you know, if I would have thought about it, you know, sometimes, you know, my wife, you know, what we ask this question, what were you thinking? And the answer is, I wasn't. <laughs> and so if we'll just ponder, if we'll just think about it, sometimes, uh, you know, as we read our Bibles, as we pray, as we walk with God the next day, uh, as we're thinking about that decision, God leads us, the Holy Spirit leads us and we're able to make a godly decision instead of just a good decision. And so, um, so first of all, he pondered. Then, then uh, uh, ver it says it says in uh, verse nineteen that it was a it was a private thing. It was a private thing. 
Um, you know, he he kind of kept kept things a little private. Sometimes we're we're so we're so proud that we put all of our business in in public. You know, I've got a big decision to make, so I'm going to put it on Facebook, and uh, and I'm going to make this this real cryptic post that says huge decision to make. Can't really talk about it, uh, but but wanted to let you know. <laughs> you know, you know, all that is is attention uh, thirsty people. Uh, uh, garnering the uh, or grabbing attention from people, and uh, and really that that's not going to help me make my decision. Now I can ask for prayer, but um, but you know I I don't have to put my myself out in public to to make a godly decision. I can keep it private with me and my family. I can keep it private with me and my pastor. I can keep it private. And, and a lot of times then it's easier if I have to make a difficult decision. Uh, if I'm not careful, I make it public. And then the pressure from a public decision, it affects me making a difficult decision. And I make a wrong decision because of the peer pressure of that already being public. So I want to be careful and I want to make sure that I keep things private. I want to make sure I keep things private. Then in verse 20, while he was thinking, um, uh, he he prayed. He had a conversation or, or the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and had a conversation with him. And so I think in every decision we make, we ought to pray. I mean, uh, the Bible says in, in all things, uh, that we ought to pray, especially it, it ought to be in big decisions. Uh, if I'm making a decision on, on my life, uh, that if that life is truly surrendered to Jesus Christ, then I ought to pray. I ought to ask his opinion. I ought to want to know what he thinks about that decision. Now, I can read the word of God and find an example, but but I ought to pray. I ought to seek his face. I ought to fast uh, I ought to beg uh, his his wisdom and uh, and know, and want to know uh, uh, his direction in, of my life, and that comes through prayer. That comes through prayer and fasting. I ought not make a decision in haste or in the flesh. So I ought to ponder. I ought to think about things. I ought to do it in private. I don't want the pressure of a of of the public weighing on my decision. I want to I want to do it in private. Um, I ought to do it with prayer. I ought to make sure that I'm praying with Him. Then in verse twenty two, the Bible says it was uh, all this was done, which was fulfilled by the prophet, uh, and and it talks about how this was a prophecy that the prophet had already written about, and so the prophet uh, years before had wrote about this. And so Jesus's coming was prophesied years before. And so the prophet already knew that this would take place. Uh, and so I realized this wasn't Joseph's preacher, but a prophet already knew about it. And so let me just say this, uh, number four, we ought to include the preacher. We ought to include the preacher. Now, I don't include the preacher on where my wife and I eat. I don't call him and say, hey, preacher, uh, what, you know, what do you think about this restaurant? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling you to be one of those people. But, but if I've got a big decision to make, I value my pastor's wisdom. 
my preacher walks with God. My preacher, uh, my preacher has has the wisdom of God and the power of God. And I want to know what he thinks. I want to know what he knows. And so I'll go to him for counsel. That's not wrong. Don't believe all of these burnt people who who would tell you that, listen, it's none of his business. Oh, friend, listen, I don't go to him so that he can, he can tell me what to do. I go to him because I want his wisdom and his power that he has because he walks with God. I want to know what he knows. I want to I hear from him uh, the, the wisdom and the counsel that he has from walking with God. It's not, an, I don't, it's not that I need his approval. It's that I want his wisdom. I want to know what he knows. I want to I hear what, what, what he thinks. And that opinion matters to me. He's my preacher. If you don't value your preacher's opinion enough to go ask when you're making a big decision, then you probably don't go to the altar very much when he preaches either. And you might ought to find another job or another church. I want to include the preacher in my big decisions. I want want his wisdom, his counsel. I want to know what he thinks. Then uh, number, number number five, in verse 24, the Bible says, Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. He did what he was told by God to do. Now listen, it wasn't easy. It was difficult. It went against human human reasoning. But he did what was God's will for him to do. Friend, listen, that's what we're supposed to do. If I've prayed about it, if I've thought about it, if I've talked to the preacher about it, and if I've walked with God about it, and I say, listen, this is God's will for my life, and everybody else may think it's crazy, just like they did with Joseph, and human reasoning may not make sense about it, just like with Joseph, but I know it's God's will, then listen, I'm supposed to do it. I'm supposed to practice it. Number five, I'm supposed to practice what I've heard and what I believe is the will of God for my life. I'm supposed to do it. I'm supposed to do it, and I'm supposed to do it right then. I'm not supposed to try to reason it away. I'm not supposed to try to talk myself out of it or find me another counselor that'll talk me out of it. No, friend, listen, I'm supposed to do God's will right then. That's what Joseph did. Why? Because in verse 21, there's a purpose. There's a purpose. It said that Jesus was to save his people from their sins. You see, friend, the purpose was bigger than Joseph. And in the end, the decisions I make are bigger than me. There's somebody that's going to get saved. There's, I've got my kids to think of who are going to grow up and they're going to, they're going to serve God. And I've got a church, I've got the church to think of. I've got the, the ministry that I serve in to think of. And it's a lot larger than me. So as I make decisions, I got to think of the purpose. I got to think of the purpose. Because the purpose is bigger than the person. It's about Jesus. It's not about me. So it may not make sense in my head. It may not be easy for me, but it's bigger than me. It's about him. And that's what makes more sense than anything. 
Now listen, you may be facing some difficult decisions in this next coming year. You may not know what to do. Can I encourage you? Ponder. Think about it. Think about it. Don't rush into a decision. If you have to or you're being pressured to, and, and they're saying, listen, you got to make a decision, you got to make a decision, then the answer is no. Don't make a decision. Ponder, think about it. Keep it private until you're ready to make a decision. Otherwise, you'll be pressured. You'll be pressured by those people that know. Pray about it. Pray about it. Spend time with God. Fast for a week. Fast for a few days. Take it to the preacher. Let the preacher pray with you about it. And when you know, put it in practice. Do what God tells you to do. Don't worry about man. Don't worry about human reasoning because there's a purpose. God has a purpose for it. Just trust him and do his will. Joseph did. And we celebrate it every year. The coming of Jesus. I'm thankful for it. Listen, one day you'll look back on a decision you made because you handled it the godly way, not just the good way, the godly way. And you'll be grateful for it the same way we are of Joseph's decision. Hey, listen, I hope this is a help to you. You may have big decisions to make, little decisions to make. May God help you make them in a godly way and fashion. And until next time, keep serving the next generation.